Yo, yo, welcome. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're recording, sir. Uh, <laughs> welcome to a uh, uh, bonus special edition of the We Made It podcast. Um, this is in between episode 19 and episode 20. This yeah. one, this one kind of feels more intimate, you know. What I mean, it's kind of little... oh, we are kind of close to each other, we are. And you're yeah. this time you're facing me. Yeah, I'm a little open with it right now. Whoa. Um, I don't trying know why, out, trying out new things because yeah, my knee hurt, new team, uh, but yeah, so this is a this is a special edition of We Made It podcast. Um, what's up. We wanted to do something and uh, to address stuff going on in America right now. Um, it is Monday, uh, September twenty fifth, and we will still be dropping an episode Wednesday. Episode twenty, big twenty, big day. Um, um, it may end up coming out Thursday morning, but I don't know when you're y- going to be listening to y- this. Y- y'all, y'all gonna get it regardless. Yeah, no, regardless, matters. you're gonna get it. But yeah. just want to clarify that this is episode nineteen and a half. Not episode 20. Episode 20, we have a lot of special things going on. But this episode um, is special because we had a lot of things go on this past weekend, Caesar. It's a lot. It was, it was a... Uh, it was a turbulent... Was a while. It, was, it was a tense week in sports this weekend. Tur- especially one sport. Well, a couple, kind of. Yeah. Um, it was oh. a tur- turbulent turbulent sports weekend. Um, we're, we're, we're not going to be talking too much about soccer. This is an episode we're going to talk about uh, our president, yeah. Donald Trump's comments and what went on with the NBA and the NFL. We're going to be talking about sports. We're going to talk about sports, but I'm, I will be bringing up soccer a little bit. Okay. Um, which is funny because I was going to take some notes here and I forgot to do them. So maybe while you're talking at some point, I will yeah, write those down. And I just want to say that, you know, I think with today's world, especially with the access to TV, internet, everybody has, I think that more people, more than people, more than ever are, are fans of multiple sports rather than yeah, just one course, sport. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. I think before it might have been different, but everything's so much more diverse in terms it's, of sports. It's, it's so sports media. I, that's why I don't mind when we kind of do this. You know, no, of course. Everybody likes other stuff, yeah. too. So I it's mean, good to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's an important issue, and, like, we're going to leave the, 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 you know, the normal format for our podcast for Wednesday. We can talk about fake stories about a million dollars for penalty kicks. We can talk about that next episode <laughs> on the 20th episode. Um... <laughs> One thing I want to say before we kind of get into this, um, I checked out BN. Um, I checked out BN on Sunday, uh, their extra show on Sunday, uh, Sunday afternoon, and I checked out the locker room today. You good? Yeah, um, I you good? Che- I checked out the locker room today, and uh, <laughs> what? Those got to go. Stop. These are, these are, this is, I love these. Are we trying to be serious or what? Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> His shorts are faded into orange and they're supposed to be black or gray at one point. Okay. 20 uh, years ago. All right. We're not going to talk about your little watch. Are there. those starters? <laughs> Caesar, wow. are we doing this right now? On sorry, special? sorry. Are sorry, we... people. It's just something in me I can't really explain. It might be genetic. Go ahead. Okay. Because now I'm going to start over from that, but no, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Sorry. Um, go ahead. Anyway, so I watched BN yesterday. I was like, oh, man, I wonder if they'll bring it up because yeah. like, they're, they're recording the show after some of the football games and obviously after the comments that were made by the president. Yeah. Um, didn't bring it up. I was like, oh, okay, maybe they'll wait to the locker room. That's a little bit more open format, I guess you could say. It's not just a highlight show. Um, sadly, they didn't bring it up. And I thought that was unfortunate. I'm not trying to shoot on yeah. it. I'm not, I'm not trying to say yeah. like they did anything wrong because maybe they don't have, you know, maybe that's just not what they're, there to do. Yeah. Um, I don't watch ESPN, ESPN FC, but um, I saw on Twitter their episode that was going to be for Sunday and, and it showed what they were going to talk about and nothing. So I think it's unfortunate that there's no 
soccer, there's no American soccer program that's talking about these issues. I mean, that's what it seems like. There's issues no, in America. Yeah, there's no American soccer program. And obviously, there's sports programs. There's highly questionable. There's Sports Center. There's the, what's her name, Jamel Hill, and the other guy. SC two. What's, what's the guy's SC6. name? SC six. Yeah, yeah, but what's the guy's name? Something Scott. Mm, no, not Scott. No, Scott I, I, was the guy that died. Stuart. Oh, Scott. that's Stuart Scott. My bad. Um, I forgot the guy's name. Michael Hill is it Hill? Yeah, yeah, I think it's Michael Hill. Hill. Okay, yeah. they. Obviously, I'm sure they're going to talk about it because she was in the news in regards to the president, too. But um, there's no soccer program out there in America that's going to talk about these issues that are specific, basically, to America. Um, and I think that's unfortunate. And that's what we're here to do. You know, we're, we're going to talk about it since, for whatever reason, the other shows that are talking about soccer, they're not talking about these issues. We're going to talk about them. Um, if that's cool with you. I'm I'm all for it. Okay, because you look a little distracted there, and I'm no. You gotta just can you just can you discard it so you don't get distracted? Because you got some stuff going on. No, I'm yeah. I'm talking to them. What? Yeah, because you got you get distracted, homie. Um. Anyway, Caesar. Um. Your boy, Trump came out. You know what? Actually, before we talk about what he did, let's talk about sports and politics a little bit. Um. Obviously, we saw last season Colin Kaepernick take a knee for the national anthem. Um, he did it to protest against. In my, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not. I don't have a direct quote from him, but to my knowledge, he did it to uh, protest against police brutality and inequality in America. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what he did. Okay, that's his agenda. Yeah, yeah. So, and it wasn't. He he wasn't the only person that did it in the NFL. A lot of people. A lot of players did it after him. Um, but I remember when that happened. It reminded me, not that I was alive at this time, but it reminded me of the uh, nineteen sixty eight Olympics. Um, Tommy Smith, yeah, Tommy Smith and John Carlos um, on the podium when they raised their fists to. Well, I'm going to say exactly why they did it based on their words, but um, th- it brought me to that. So there's a lot of people today that you see some pundits and some talkers or whatever. They say sports and politics shouldn't be mixed. What, what do you think about that? I think that, um, you know, I think that was actually a great reference because I had a discussion with someone earlier today. And they said to me, you know, they should really separate politics and sports. Mm. And I said, you know, it's crazy because from 1968, especially remember the 1968 Olympics, from a, a sports perspective and a political perspective, the most impactful image was the fist with the, the Black Panther glove. Yeah, that that they did when they when they won. Oh yeah, well and yeah, Tommy Smith won first, and, and then John Collins got the third. Third, yeah, that was the biggest. That was the biggest statement. It was huge. And people who talk talk about that, you know, moment. That means that if you're if you're against. Um, uh, sports showing uh, uh, its views on politics, then you're against monumental times in history sure. where sports are, you know, a forefront of people's views of what's going on in that era. Absolutely. Uh, and, and to say that if all that was going on in this, all things are going on in the 60s, and to act like it wasn't affecting people in sports as well is inhumane because, like they always say, these people are humans too. Absolutely. Not just that they're humans. Absolutely. Um, I that that was the 200 meters um, that they ran. It was in Mexico City. I think I mentioned that. Um, I actually learned about that. I, I, I think I'd seen the image before, but I actually learned about that. Um, like I learned their names from the movie Bamboozled, 
which is my favorite movie of all time. Spike Lee movie is my favorite movie of all time, Bamboozled. Um, but I remember most Def's character in the movie saying something about, he's like Tommy Smith and John Carlos, and I was like, and then they showed the image of them doing it. I was like, oh, I never knew their names. You know what I mean? Just, I don't think I ever knew it. Too. <laughs> yeah. I think when I was younger, I thought it was Jesse Owens. <laughs> I mean, honestly. The... I mean, honestly, that's kind of gangster. It's like 30 years late, but I'm, I'm with it, though. Like, that's how I just like, oh, like, man, Jesse, Jesse Owens, Owens is that Jesse Owens was running. <laughs> Hitler was looking down on Jesse Owens. I, I, when I, was, I remember seeing that image and then thinking that not only was it Jesse Owens, I thought it happened in Germany. I was like, man, these guys are all out. Jesse was just fighting it. And then I probably even made some references in the past of that, but... Um, no, nah, I think in high school, uh, when we they showed the image again, that's when I started Googling and I started learning about, you know, those guys and that it was actually in Mexico. And... Yeah, yeah. They actually, um, they were booed by the crowd. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It was not popular Yeah, they the got moment, a lot, they got is, a lot of backlash. And, and see, yeah. Not a shock, right? Like, yeah, of course they were, not. They were talking about stripping, stripping medals for oh, that. No, it, was, it, was it was a big bad. deal. It's a big deal. Um, they the Tommy Tommy Smith actually said that um, they raised the black fist with the gun. They, they actually said it wasn't for black power; it's for human rights. So I thought that was really um, cool. cool. And and we've also seen there's going to be so much random segues and stuff in this episode. We this is let me just reiterate: this is not like a, our typical format prepared episode. I didn't send Caesar any show notes. We just came with some stuff, and yeah. we're gonna just get I, it out. I came fresh out of a raid over here. To have okay, <laughs> Caesar is a Navy SEAL. No, I'm joking. Um, Caesar too, plays yeah. Destiny too. I don't, if anybody plays, hit him up. You know, I don't. I don't know what the community's like, but um, it's it's intense. Yeah. So um, there was a lot of backlash, and okay, I'm sorry. He said he raised the fist for human rights. Um, you have seen some of the NFL players also like kneeling and uh, raising their fist. That gesture, you know, people, I'm sure it's going to get super politicized and, and whatever. People are going to say whatever they want. But um, I'm currently reading a book about the Spanish Civil War. And um, there's an image in the book of uh, two people getting married in Barcelona during the Civil War. Um, and the guy's raising raising his fist because it was like an old, it was like a, like a, like a leftist uh, gesture at the time or communist or whatever. So, um, and the, and the, obviously the Black Panthers used to do that and they were a leftist organization as well. So, um, Tommy Smith said that he wasn't doing that for black power. He was doing it for human rights. Um, and they also, once again, random stuff going on here. Segway. Uh, this episode's going to be called Segway. Yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> also, um, the, the guy that got second in that 200 meters, um, I can't remember his first name. His last name was Norman. He was Australian. He, um, they, all three of them wore a... A medal. It was like the Olympic something of human rights. I, I can't remember exactly what the organization was, um, but he also felt a lot of backlash because he actually agreed with with, with what Tommy Smith and John Carlos were doing, um, and he showed his solidarity by wearing that medal. Um, but I, I, to my knowledge, Tommy Smith and John Carlos also went to receive their medals barefoot with black socks to yeah, um, to, to um, show uh, sympathy with black poverty in America. Um, That's true. So I just want to read this quote from Tommy Smith and when I read it you're going to remember another quote that uh, we both talked about before okay okay it's short Tommy Smith said if I'm an, if I win I'm American not a black American but if I did something bad then they would say I'm a negro R- remember oh that's from um we uh remember who said something similar to that it was um we talked about uh was it no it was What's the player's name? What's the athlete's name? No, no, it's a, it's a soccer player. The soccer player was um, 
Dang, oh my God, it's on top of my tongue. Who is it? It's Benzema. Benzema, yes. Benzema said that if, I, if I'm if i playing good, I'm, I'm French. French. And if I'm playing bad, I'm being disruption, I'm Algerian. I'm, I'm Arab. Yeah. Arab, yeah. yeah. Now, okay, I remember that quote. I don't know if for sure if he said that. I think he actually did. But I'm pretty sure he said that. He said, if I score, I'm French. Yeah. Um, if I don't, I'm Arab. <laughs> you know? But it's similar to what uh, Tommy Smith said. If that's I, a, that's if, bars. Right yeah, there. if I win, I'm American, not a black American. And and that's true. You When you win the medal, you win it for America. Um, but he said, if I did something, obviously, this is in the 60s where they were still referring to black people as Negro, black people, and everybody would say the word Negro. Um, but he said, if but if I did something bad, then they would say I'm a Negro. And he, he went on to say that we're black and we're proud of being black and black America will understand what I did, what we did tonight in regards to them raising the fist um, on the podium. So sports and politics have been around together for a long time. One of the biggest rivalries in soccer is Celtic versus Rangers. That is a political rivalry. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not just some it's soccer not, rivalry. Yeah, it's passion. It's not Manchester City versus Manchester United. It's political. It is the Crown versus the Republicans. Yeah. You know, it's the Crown versus the the Irish Nationalists. Yeah, it's the same and thing you, like with Ukraine when they talk about Shakhtar versus Dynamo Kiev. Oh know? yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and and, and uh, I mean, I don't know if that rivalry is old, but now, I mean. I don't know exactly what's going on with that because some of the teams are displaced and things like that. But um, I do remember the Ukrainian players fighting each other. Um, so Split political, yeah, political. Um, remember, uh, oh, the Belgium versus oh, no, uh, yeah, Belgium versus Israel game. And remember, you were saying like uh, that game was so intense and turned up. I'm like, yeah, because there's a lot of Arab players on that Belgium team. Um, it was really intense. Yeah. Like, like I, I said it before, the game that you missed. I know. I, re- I still want to watch that forever. Game. I still want to. That is probably Caesar. if anybody's seen that game. <laughs> it's like two years ago. Two, it was a Euro. No, it was, I think it was, it was more it was, than that, dude. I think it, it was, was qualifiers that. for the Euros. Yeah, that's probably the most intense, non-crazy, important game ever. Yeah. I remember you could like feel it. Yeah. Like you're watching something. Like, yeah. Yo, this is and I, I flipped through it on accident. I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't want to see what's going. on. I'm like. I haven't left this game. I've been. I started thirty minutes. I haven't left it yet. Yeah, yeah, no, and um, and even other stuff like Ooh. um, I know like Ireland games. I don't know if they still do this, but Ireland games they used to burn Israeli flags in solidarity with uh, the Palestinians. There, there, there's so much. This is in Europe. There's so much when it comes to politics. Just the fact that, um, just the fact that. Uh, Israel plays in Europe and not in the Middle East and not in like the AFC. It's, it's really, political. It's, it's yeah. Like there's a lot of. It, I mean, I, I think I, it, go ahead, go ahead. it comes. I think it just comes with the world in terms yeah. of people's uh, respect for not only geography but ignorance about geography yeah. and not understanding how it's relation to soccer in yeah. terms of like the, a, the AFC not having some of these teams and instead of being UEFA is pretty wild. I, Iran, <laughs> Iran won't uh, compete against Israel in the Olympics. Um, one of the is, is Israel like four times, but um, yeah, well, the <laughs> hey, you can shut down. Come on, man. Yeah, computer. Okay, let's stop. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> damn, edit that out. Uh, hopefully, I remember. Um, uh, the coach for Ghana, he's Israeli, and I, I remember the new coach. Yeah, I, I think it's Avram Grant. I, yeah. I'm not sure if he's still their coach because those coaches go in and out so fast. But I, he was the coach in 2015 AFCON. Um, they were saying like he might have issues traveling in uh, the the um, some of the North, North, North African countries because because he is an Israeli citizen. So I don't know if that ever happened. But 
there's always political issues when it comes to sports. Now let's transfer to America. There's always political issues. Um, even before Colin Kaepernick took the knee, the, the 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 football season before that, and the basketball season, LeBron was coming out the black black shirts, and um, some I remember some St. Louis Rams players um, did like they raised their fists and they had like black shirts on or something like that. Yeah, they had, yeah the 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 Miami Heat um, taking the picture with the hoodies on for Trayvon that, Martin. One, and that that was a full team oh, picture yeah. and staff. <laughs> oh wow, I didn't know that. I think it was like staff or two. I might be wrong, but it was full. Like it was a big yeah. picture of everybody in there. Not, yeah, not like all, all races. Not, it wasn't all black players. It wasn't. No, oh, it was not. every single player there. Yeah, yeah, it's no, crazy. It's a big Bird, Birdman's like green because all them tattoos though. Yeah, but he's riding. Oh yeah, he's riding. Um, so yeah, I mean, you you see that sentiment, people saying. Oh, keep your politics at home and you know the politics aren't for the field and it's like well yeah it might not be for the actual play on the field but those players are human like you said yeah. they have a voice they have a platform they know they to, do to say that is, is, is to take away the humanity of, of people yeah. who play sports oh, and yeah, I think, we're that, get into I think that's humanity, terrible so. oh yeah absolutely um, what one thing that uh, Trump did said I'm not going to sit here and uh, quote his tweets because I just don't want to give him that much shine he, he, got it, he got enough already um, he don't need our little shine but um, I guess Steph Curry, if correct me if I'm wrong, you keep up with basketball a little bit more than I do. But um, maybe he was asked if he's going to take the trip to the White House, and he was saying he doesn't doesn't know. Yeah, yet. Uh, every single year, people that I uh, don't know, yeah. you know, around the world, we got a French fan, we got a, people going on. We don't so, have fans, though. We don't have fans. I mean, French fam, uh, family. Yeah. Uh, the every single year when the team wins the previous season's NBA championship. They fly to the White House to meet the president, get a tour, and take a picture. Mm-hmm. It's like a thing they do in almost all the sports in America. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, they were asked recent asked Steph Curry if he was going to take the trip, and he think that he said that I don't know if you have the quote. A, but he, he, he was, said in light of the situations going on, he doesn't think it's right uh, to go over there. But I think yeah. he said he, he he wasn't sure yet. No, I, I think he said um, I want. He said I think he said something along the in light of what's going on. Uh, he doesn't think it's right because he he said the he feel like the president doesn't respect like yeah he said some yeah he said okay, some powerful but, but, quotes okay I'm I'm not one hundred percent sure maybe you can look it up but yeah. to my knowledge I thought he was like saying he wasn't sure yet because and because that's why Trump tweeted if he's hesitating then he's then his invitations revoked oh yeah that might be right. yeah so um so I mean you can pull up the exact right, quote go ahead. um but yeah so I guess he he was hesitating and Trump said his invitation is revoked what I which what I thought was really dope. And, and I wasn't surprised by any means. And I expect this from the NBA in general. Um, the Golden State Warriors came out and said, we don't, you, like, basically, you, you revoked his invitation. You revoked our invitation as a team. Um, so they, they sent out an official statement saying, like, we won't be going to the White House and we're going to do something else. Yeah, so have to, have I have the plan. quote. So he said, Curry told reporters Friday does not want to go to the White House mm. um, as a message of Trump. That we don't stand for basically what our president has. The things that he has said and the things that he hasn't said in the right times. Mm. That we won't stand for it. And mm. by acting and not going, hopefully that will inspire some change when it comes to what we tolerate in this country and what is accepted. And what we turn a blind eye to, it's not just the act of not going there. Okay, so is this, is this after? This is No, this what? is the quote Friday, the, the, the game they're talking um, because hey, he was, it, it was, his, it was, because uh, what Trump uh, said. Okay, so wait, is this after Trump tweeted what he tweeted? No, this is the message to Trump. Okay, and then Trump tweeted that. The, the, okay, then, I don't know. Then Trump, because 
Then Curry's Trump quote wasn't necessarily a tweet. It was a you know, I know oh, Curry's it was a, tweet. Curry was a tweet. He, yeah, no, no, Trump responded via tweet. Yeah, and Curry had an interview. Yeah. yeah. So I I didn't see Curry's quote. I don't really keep up with basketball yeah. like that. But um, I just thought maybe Trump. I thought maybe Curry was like, oh, I don't know yet. And yeah. oh, I guess he went a lot harder than that. Yeah, he went. He said, "I'm not pulling anything back." So so I guess LeBron's tweet makes more makes more. Well, you know what? That might have been a response to the tweet. <laughs> Come on, dog. <laughs> There's just so many damn posts. I know, I know, yeah. I mean, it's happening so fast. I mean, either way, I mean, we don't have to have the exact okay. quote. It's whatever. Because um, they're not going, it seems like. Yeah. Um, Golden State came out and said that they're not going to go. Um, and I respect that a lot. Because, you know, you if, if, the, if the president is going on Twitter revoking the invitation of one player, I mean, even if it's like a bench player that doesn't even see the, the, the court ever, yeah, that's that's the team, you know? And, and it's Steph Curry. It is the team. Like, it's the main... Oh, p- you're right. I have the exact quote. I'm sorry. Okay, go, go ahead. Go ahead. He said, this is, he said straight up in the press conference, I don't want to go. That's my, that's my, uh, that's my nucleus. That's the nucleus of my belief. It's not me going, it's not just me going to the White House. If it was, this would be a pretty short conversation. Mm. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So, yeah. so, so. He says, it's hard to say because I don't know exactly what we're going to do. If we go... If we don't, whatever. My beliefs stay the same, so I'll have a better answer to that once I can understand where the group is, too. And then that's when he said, we have an opportunity um, to send a statement that encourages... Uh, that, and afterwards, he said the statement, the long quote I just told you guys, I want to quote it again. But clearly, he was kind of... Honestly, he was kind of very respectful in terms that was, of... Honestly, he first Steph started Curry's off, he's, a very smart guy. I, I mean, I'm, I'm really impressed because he yeah, started off just... Kind of being on the fence and respecting the team. He respected the team and yeah. by not saying that this is about me. Exactly. When I was he, I did not know like I'm shocked by this personally. Yeah. If you know me, I'm not the biggest Curry fan. I'm really impressed by this. But Trump's reaction is yeah. what you got. Basically, you get what you wanted to hear. Exactly. Because yeah. Trump's tweet made him say what you want to know. Now I'm gonna tell you my beliefs. Yeah, and exactly. He, he said a very eloquent yeah, yeah, point. No, that he, was really yeah, no, he, well worded. He, he made it very clear. And I think also the team saying like. Yeah. Okay. Well, you you didn't invite you. If you're if he's revoked, we're all revoked. Yeah. And, and I think that's great. That's what team. That's what team. That's about. a team. That's a team. Um, I also want to talk about uh, teams too. But um, go ahead though. I'm no, sorry. no. So no, what are you apologizing for? You just dropped the quote. That fast phone over there. Um, that's for Le, then then um, LeBron came with the tweet of. Uh, has there been a tweet with more uh, likes and retweets than that? He, no. The, I saw the other day. It was one point two million that, favorites. I know. Look, I know. Brown was fired up because he didn't give me one comma in there. He just dropped them <laughs> in. I was like, I was kind of had to read. I was like, what? What? Yeah. Um. So I I don't know if you want to pull up the I exact do have tweet. The tweet. Yeah, yeah. Um. My phone be going too slow for to be pulling up stuff, and I got this notebook in my hand. Um, but I, I love that we called Trump a bum. That's the perfect insult, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it can't be misconstrued, and it's, like, kind of not real. So it's like, like, he's not actually a bum, so it's, like, cool to say that. You know yeah, what I mean? The, the, and this is the basketball person saying this to the president oh, of yeah. the United States, who's known to be highly successful. <laughs> so it's, like, him calling him a bum Like that's gay. just really funny and, to me. And, 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 you know, the, the cool thing I think about we're gonna analyze him calling him a bum, but I think the the cool thing about him calling him a bum is like he's not saying you're a bum on the street because that's like kind of insensitive. He's saying your mentality is a bum. You have a bum mentality. Your mentality ain't going nowhere. If you're the only thing that be calling is calling him a scrub, that everything is better. <laughs> yeah, be better. like that's bum is better though. Bum yeah, is yeah. great. Like he he's like you're he he. What LeBron is saying, in my opinion, from calling him a bum 
it's kind of like, yo, like you're, you're being divisive and being ridiculous. Like, you know, we're going to, I, Caesar, let me just say, like I was, when I was uh, writing stuff and preparing for the episode, it was just too much. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I would need somebody else there to help me like clarify the thoughts. I like wrote some stuff yeah. down and texted to myself. I have like a bunch of stuff everywhere, but we're going to try to keep it as cohesive as possible. Go ahead and read Brown Boy's tweet. <laughs> You bum. <laughs> Steph Curry already said he ain't going. So therefore, ain't no invite. <laughs> going to that White House was honored until you showed up. <laughs> LeBron, bro. It has 1.4 million. million likes. How many How many retweets? That's more than countries. Some countries have population-wise. <laughs> how many? How many 600, uh, 657,000 retweets. That's crazy. And 48,000 comments on it. That's oh, crazy. Oh, my Lord. Um, I think, you know, one... Show some love to LeBron, too. Um... You know, one one thing that's cool about LeBron is like LeBron definitely sticks up for like other NBA players in a way because he like I think LeBron knows that he is the face of the NBA. Even though Steph Curry's like not Steph Curry's not there yet, he he could be, but um, LeBron is a, is a, is a face of the NBA and he has the most powerful voice in the NBA, um, and he uses it for not just for I, I don't even feel like he really uses it for himself at all. The when he said when when Steph Curry got his new contract or whatever and he can he should get fifty times more of that or whatever he said yeah, like he, he said get, he yeah he said that um he said that he's being underpaid yeah yeah so I mean like you know that, that like that shows some love for LeBron because he's doing that he's sticking up for Steph Curry and and Steph arguably Curry, the best player right now in this generation is LeBron James yeah and to him to say advocate for not only his biggest rivals. Yeah, and because people think a lot of these athletes are not only just like rivals; they're mortal enemies, and, and they also think they're him, very arrogant. Yeah, too. and arrogant to and him selfish. to say that my my quote unquote rival enemy quote whatever should be making astronomically more than mm-hmm. he just got paid as the highest play player yeah. in NBA. That's that and, takes a lot. Yeah, and it says a lot about his character. Yeah, and it's and he's using his Twitter, which is like I'm, I'm sure he has way more people, way more people than Steph Curry. Um, and like more reach than Steph Curry's uh, social media. He's going around the world. He he's using that to stick up for him. He's not saying, "Oh, I'm not going either." You know what I mean? Or I wouldn't yeah. go either. He's saying, "Like, yo, like, no, this is." They're probably not even no. like that close to no, friends, but he's using his voice to they're like co-workers. help his other. They're coworkers, yeah. and he knows like the success of the league. It, like it, it, it has to do with it himself and, as well. And, and then he's and then they he's a human. He's a human being. You know he's what a mean? human being who yeah. sees how another human being's doing. I. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, like it's it's going to be hard for me to keep it cohesive. No, you're but good. I do but I do want to talk just, about just cuz you brought up that he's a human being and we've brought that up and it's like human being we have the right to our opinions. Yeah. Like we have the right to our opinions and other people have the right to their opinions. But to so just to get into what Trump said about the NFL players. Um hopefully you can keep me on track. I want no, I, I do want to say uh um, about it being him, him he was giving the speech in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Now, I spent a lot of time in Alabama. Well, part I, of Alabama was in North Alabama. Me? No, Trump's rally. Probably I don't know. North. I don't. I don't know what city it was. I mean, I, mean, I would imagine it was Birmingham. No. Um, so he what? <laughs> what? <laughs> just thinking about like movies. <laughs> Birmingham. Whoa. No, it's, de- it's, it's a decent city. No, uh, no. I'm just thinking about like that. He's doing it there. It's funny to me. But, but yeah, I mean, it's small. I mean, yeah. it's definitely very southern. But um, I spent a lot of time in Alabama. Um. I was trying to calculate like how much of my life I spent in Alabama, and it it it's probably like two years of my wow. life was spent total, not straight, but like total in total in Alabama. 
um, and all over. But my where I would usually be is with my grandparents. It's a very small town, like 4,000 people. Um, in Alabama, the only things that exist is University of Alabama, Crimson Tide, and Auburn University. So only two things that's alive in Alabama. If, if anybody in Alabama, when you get to Alabama, all you see is the Crimson Tide and Auburn. If you're in northern Alabama, you're going to see a lot more uh, Crimson Tide. If you start to venture into southern Alabama, you're going to see a lot more Auburn. But that's the two biggest things in Alabama. And to be honest with you, there, at least Alabama Crimson Tide is one of the biggest things in the country. Um, and it's been that way for a very long time. It's a very successful team. Yeah, I mean, they had like a little bit ever since, you know, the Nick Saban hired and they've been massive They've been massive. Again. And even before that, they but were... The, they, the they, fans they, always been there. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, for sure. Um and this is going to be a little left field for people, but because most people don't really have experience down there. But I think that the reason why Trump can get away with that so much saying it there is because the football in Alabama is college football, slavery football. So Those kids don't have a voice. It, it, they don't have a voice. The, what runs fo- football, college football is life of Al- it's Alabama. Oh yeah, so like those, so those Alabama players aren't gonna like the the people there. know, I'm sure all the people at that Trump rally are fans of either Alabama Crimson Tide or Auburn. All of them are. Yeah. One or the other. <laughs> one of the one or the other. Yeah. Because that's what you live and breathe it down there. But for them, it's like yeah, those NFL players, we don't care about them. That's different. Here it's it's Alabama, it's Bama, and those college players stay in line. They ain't going to be doing no kneeling. It'll be interesting to see if they end up doing something like that, but I highly doubt they will. Um, but That'd be huge. Yeah, I mean, that'd be crazy. That'd make me uncomfortable. Be, yeah, I'd be like, whoa. I'd be man. like, come on, you guys. You guys are yeah. free workers. Don't do that. <laughs> hey. It's dangerous out here, man. Yeah, for real. Um, like, seriously. Yeah, no, for real, for real. Um, so it'll be interesting if they did something like that. We'll see. But those people know the culture of football in Alabama is college. The college football player don't have – the, the freedoms that NFL players have. You know? they're, 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 that's, you know, you're putting your life on the line for free. Yeah, and, and you're, you're, you're basically entering into a system that has made you now powerless. Absolutely You, you powerless. have absolutely no power. Zero. Zero. You, have, you, you have an illusion of influence. Illusion of influence and power. Yeah, that's what you have. So you've signed up for this. And you're like in the biggest stage in America, mm-hmm. so you're not kneeling. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it'll be. So, I, I'll, if I'll they be so are, I, like that's beautiful. Or, oh, they're freedom fighters. And I'm not saying whether pro or not kneeling, but yeah. if they're able to express whether they can kneel or not, that's huge. They're and freedom if, fighters. The, if they if it just went on like another day, I'm like, wow, okay, that's not surprising. <laughs> it's just another day at the office. Yeah, no, because Alabama is. It's, they're it, not it, doing a Pittsburgh, not coming out for anthem over there. <laughs> you know. Can you imagine? Okay, I'm gonna keep want, it real. I don't want to imagine it. Yeah, though. I'm gonna keep it real. Like you know, people people that know that I spent time in Alabama, they think like, oh, it's super racist. I'm like, it's different than you think. People get along a lot better than people think. But when the when the, when the flame gets lit, it's gonna be a, a hard body karate. No, I can understand. <laughs> Everybody got a gun rack on their truck. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's a little. My friend, my friends, a little. They talk about it. You go go to the grocery store and get a gun too. While you're at oh, just please. everywhere. That's not that's, not, that's nothing there. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What <laughs> a gun is nothing out there. Yeah. But anyway, um, so so everybody's him, there and they're living, but 
Just it, it only takes a little if bit. It, for, if it, yeah, if it, it goes it, down, it's gonna it goes, go down. If it goes down, it's gonna go down hard. So, so when he said that in Alabama, I'm like, when what went to my mind first is like, yeah, like you can get away with that in Alabama because the the team loyalty isn't to like um, the Raiders or that, that's a bad example, but like or the Steelers or or Seattle even the Seahawks. Cowboys <laughs> or the like it's not to like some NFL team. It's to a college team where most of the good players are black, but. They don't have any power. People and the there, people know that. People out there kind of really don't even care about NFL for real. No, they don't. They the NFL don't. to them, they only... Sometimes, sometimes all I've heard is that they want to, like, sometimes watch the players that used to be in yeah, Alabama. Yeah, exactly. Oh, look at they yeah. doing good. But they don't, like, have a ride for a team. Caesar, they're not wearing Green Bay Packers scarves. Caesar, Alabama <laughs> could care less about NFL. They don't need it. No, it'll, no. it'll bring it down. Why? It's the same time. Yeah, yeah. It's just on Saturday. Yeah, you know? they, it'll bring it down. They'll be like they would never want an NFL team. Like, trust me. That's why my. That's why the relegation. That's why they should do a promotion relegation. But anyway, that's another topic. Um, so yeah, the first thing I thought when he said that there in Alabama, I'm like, yeah, you can do that there. Um, so anyway, he Trump said that wouldn't. Once again, this is not the exact quote because I'm not going to be out here reading the exact quotes of Donald Trump. Um, nothing personal against him. I don't know the guy, but I'm not going to be doing all that because he gets enough shine already. But he said that, um, wouldn't you like it? (laughs) Wouldn't you like it if, uh, the players that didn't, you know, stand for the national anthem, the, the, the owner said, get that son of a bitch out of here. You're fired. Now, when I, when I heard that, I was just like, okay, maybe he doesn't have any idea about the first amendment. Like maybe he doesn't have any idea about no, our constitution. No, no, you know what? But okay, no, 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 that's no, fair. No, hold on. Okay. Now I was like, maybe he doesn't have any idea, or maybe for him and the people that are like really fervently support him, maybe they're just like, yeah, but that ain't for you though. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I, when I heard the quote, it's funny because actually to think about the First Amendment too. I just thought to myself, man, he probably thinks just like a, a a young kid thinks, and like the First Amendment is just a bunch of words on paper at a museum. <laughs> It's just like it's oh, there. That. It's there. Oh yeah, I remember that was a national treasure. Yeah, yeah, there's like a thing behind it, but dude, it's whatever. That's why I just thought I'm like, wow, we just we're well, just, those are laws, I, homie. When I when I saw that the the video of it, I kind of replayed it three times. I'm like, because you're almost at a point where you actually think you're like watching one of those Netflix movies. You're like just kind of living that movie. Cause yeah. This is this is so movie esque right now. Everything's going on. This is too much. Yeah, yeah it's wild. That. You, I personally have to take breaks from seeing videos. Uh, I'm like, I'm a week. A week come out, then I'm like, this dude's gonna make me watch this I, video. I check his Twitter once a week. I'm like, I can't do it every day. And every week you get something. Yeah, I'm like, dog rocket man. Like, what's the deal right now? What's but, really going yeah, on? Yeah, when I saw that call, I was just like, this man just really. He just. It's just. It's scribble. It's. I got this. He got the title president, and I'm just out here doing wilding out. Yeah, because I'm just like. You stop know, the train if you try. Like, yeah. Come and try to stop me. It's unfortunate because it's like you, they, him saying that and he has a lot of supporters. And I, I say I want to say this too. Like, I don't, I don't care what anybody thinks about me saying this. I don't think that everybody who voted for Donald Trump is racist or a bigot or anything. I don't, I don't believe that at all. Um, you know, voting and politics and like picking a party and different platforms. Yeah. That's that's yeah. totally different it, than what we're talking about. Right now. Exactly. I like to say this is when it comes to voting, I like to attribute it between NFL and fantasy football. There's two different lifestyles. I, I, don't, I don't approve of this. But I, no, I think that people, there's people that view, you know, NFL. There's people watching NFL for, for the actual championship sport. in the team sport. There's people like to see it for analytics purposes. And so I mm. think in terms of 
the voting, people voted for Trump, you know, based upon a breakdown of what he was going to bring and yeah. do on paper. And not necessarily his message speaking, his all that, because that's what a lot of people are saying. Yeah, some, some, like, they, you know, they wanted something different. Quote unquote. Yeah, There's a lot of quotes. I'm, I'm not, not going to go into this. I don't know people's yeah, values. Exactly. You know? We're not here to talk about people's yeah. values and voting and stuff like that. We're yeah. talking about the stuff that happened this weekend and for sports. And, yeah, and <laughs> related to sports. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so so what it what it made me think of also is like you know he's saying that and. You know, people have freedom of speech, and there's but he's influencing a lot of people to feel like, oh, those players, one, there people are allowed to think they're disrespecting the flag of the country. That's totally fine. I agree. That's totally fine for them to think that. Yeah, maybe they are. That's not for me to say, but they're not doing something illegal. It's no. peaceful. Mm-hmm. They're expressing themselves, and they shouldn't be. Yo. He doesn't get to say who gets who should get fired or not. The NFL doesn't. It ain't like it just happened last week. It's been happening for a year. There's so if there years, if there haven't been, yeah. there everybody focused on Colin Kaepernick. And shout out to him. He's the one that started it. Yeah. But he hasn't been able to get back in the league. But he wasn't the only one doing it. There's been a, there were a lot of players that kneeled, and it wasn't just black players either. There's a lot of players that kneeled and did different things and protests of things going on, so, and they're still in the league and they're still doing it now. Yeah. So. The only problem I have is like, okay, dude, like, there we have a freedom of speech. If it's if what they're doing is like finable or is like against their contract in the NFL, that would have happened a long time ago. Good Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner, already said, yeah, we he said we encourage them to stand, but they can do whatever they want. Um, I was listening to something that said the players only started going out for the national anthem in two thousand nine. Um, that's crazy. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, I mean, that, that was my boy Tom Hartman. But, um, I mean, when when he said it, I was just, I was like, damn, when, when did the, the president get to say son of a bitch? Like, damn, dog. Yeah, I, I was shy. Like, I had to replay it. I was like, whoa. Like, Jesus, a bit vulgar, sir. Like, I, I don't really, I don't even. Hey, like, man, families come to watch your videos. Right. What, but, why, why don't we care now? Yeah. But, um. I just feel like it sets a bad precedent, but I, I, I do think the response of the teams and the league was positive because when it happened, I'm like, it'll be interesting to see if like the players who may feel like that cause that Kaepernick started is not doesn't have anything to do with them. Maybe they'll feel like, okay, well, that's y'all's fight. He's talking to y'all. Like maybe some left tackle is like, he's talking to y'all. But I don't know how many teams, a lot of teams got together and they locked arms and even Jerry Jones was locking arms and kneeling. I'm yeah. like, who helped him yeah. up? I think it's really funny because people were dropping online a fake quote from Jerry Jones really? saying where Jerry Jones said to his players, um, uh, you're going to put, you're, you're, it's well, basically, what? basically was the P like, word? it was basically slavery talk, but Uh-oh. he was saying, you know, you're my player, you're my organization, mm. my clothes, you're going to go out there, going to do what I say, and you're going to go play. This quote was dropping on Facebook, getting thousands and thousands of likes. I'm like, did you watch the game on Sunday? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The man was out there, too, yeah. joining the cause, okay? Yeah. So I don't know what you're yeah. talking about, I, him, these quotes. Yeah. And one more thing, no, 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 you, no, you no, said no, you no, was no. a number of teams, you said, uh, yeah. that 
the Titans and Seattle Seahawks both unifiedly agreed not to come out during the, mm. the uh I know the Half Steelers time. didn't come out. Steelers didn't come out except for the left tackle who was a former Army Ranger, mm-hmm. um, which is like we said, uh, it's perfectly Dude, fine. Yeah, whatever. I, I have friends that are that are in the force. Right. I have friends that are that are in the army. So my dad was in the navy. Yeah, it, my my in Brazil, my family comes from military background. It, it's everybody has their yeah, own all, views. All of y'all in Brazil have a military background because y'all had a military dictatorship. But guess what? Now it's coming too. <laughs> <laughs> Part two's coming. <laughs> Part two yeah, is coming. So, but anyway. <laughs> Wow. Uh, th- yeah. So I've I've never been one to tell. Oh, you should do you this. should do this and that. Yeah, exactly. If, if I was a coach, I'd be like, look, you guys want to stay here, you can stay here. If you want to go out, go ahead. Do whatever you want. Do it. That's the whole point of yeah. everything. <laughs> Everybody taking sides on the point when the point should be. You can just if he if he can go up and call people son of a bitch, <laughs> then you can go sit down or stand up if you want to. Exactly. Where, where's the where's the where's double the standard? Where, for me, I'm just like yo. Where's the What's issue? What's the problem? When Colin Kaepernick's kneeled last year, I was like, okay, all right. Who cares? I don't care if he's yeah, kneeling. Yeah, like it doesn't do any. There this was. Is, I'm like y'all. This is America. We're allowed to do stuff like that. That's honest, the beauty of it. In 2005, in high school, I had a Uh-oh. classroom one time, graphic design class. Oh, dude, look at the graphic design. I was okay. in graphic design. Okay. And the teacher said, you can stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance. Or if you have any personal feelings against saying the Pledge of Allegiance, you're more than welcome to sit down. Mm. That was in 2005. Yeah. And there was kids in my class of... Uh, of Different race sitting oh, down. Course, yeah. This is, of course, around when the Dream Act started being enacted mm-hmm. in, in, in L.A. And those people remember those big riots in L.A. and Long Beach. So those sensitive times. So this has happened throughout history. Caesar, it's not day one. Caesar, let me just tell you right now. I grew up. My mom told me when I was a kid, don't, uh, stand, don't stand and put your heart hand over your heart for the Pledge of Allegiance. You know why? Because her mom was a Jehovah's Witness. And they don't believe in that. Wow. Yeah. My mom used to tell me, I never had the audacity to do it. If you did it. <laughs> yeah, because I felt weird. I know you had some so moxie in you. I, <laughs> no, I couldn't do it. <laughs> no, I, when I was a kid, I, my mom told me that. She was like, don't stand for it. We, like, we don't do that. Yeah. I, when I was a kid, I was like, ah, uh, like everybody's doing it. I'm just going to do it too. Maybe too. So sometimes it's like, oh, like not really put my hand. But like, I, you I, it, I was very young, so it yeah. wasn't like I believed yeah, in that. You're, you're but, a but, child. But, you're but, not, but that's yeah. what my mom told me. And it was because her mom was a Jehovah's Witness. My mom wasn't a Jehovah's Witness, but that's what she grew up doing. Because her mom was at least holding a little bit of it down. Exactly. So it's the the the, for me, honestly, and anybody knows me, I say this all the time. The thing that we have in America that's great that a lot of other places don't is freedom of speech. Mm. It's the most beautiful thing, and Mm. we don't have to like worship the flag and worship some political entity. There's places where. When they play some song, everybody's got to stop and stand because it's for this political leader or former leader. Or you have to like have this utmost respect for the flag. In America, burning the flag is illegal, but yeah. like there, there's like you know if you but not knowing the the pledge is not illegal. Absolutely not. Yeah. Most how many how common is it for 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 celebrities to sing the American flag and mess it no, up? Yeah, we don't <laughs> like. I have, let me let me just read this thing I wrote. I don't, I don't even know if it makes sense now, but. I'm just going to read something I scribbled down in my phone. Of course. Uh, yeah, I definitely... You, you can scribble on paper. You can definitely scribble on your phone. Okay, first you know. of all, I, my, my handwriting is like halfway decent. That's halfway um, terrible. Uh, that's true. I can't find my handwriting. Okay, this is what I said. And I just scribbled this down while I was at the gym. 
a nation with the First Amendment doesn't require an intense nationalism. What What's required of us is taxes. Yeah. If, That's so true. <laughs> our support of the nation is, is, is mandatory through taxes. Yeah. You, it, you, you, if let's, IRS calls you, says you haven't paid your taxes in 10 years, and you say, but wait a minute. I've been a, a law-abiding, patriotic, patriotic American. <laughs> I have a flag on my non-tax-paying yeah. Jeep right now. Yeah. How are you going to tell me I'm not American? Yeah. Or how, can, how are you going to tell me? I'm, no. They say, you, no, sir. Part of paying taxes is uh, showing your loyalty to the yeah, country. That's your support for the nation. Yeah, paying taxes. 100%. And if you don't support the nation in that regard, your ass going and, to jail. And, You're going to pay somehow. Yeah, and, and because we're a worldwide show, this is this happens around the world. Absolutely. This happens, taxes. That's yeah. how international business works. You know, Yao Ming came to play in America. He was giving... The majority of his tax money was going back to China. It's this how it works with the world, showing your loyalty, and that's how it works. It's it's, it's something that we can't escape. We, yeah. It's not like we volunteer to pay taxes, but that's how you you're supporting the nation through paying taxes. Yeah, those NFL players pay a lot of taxes. Hi, um, in every state. Yeah. Um, so this is so I said you our support of the nation is mandatory through taxes. If you don't pay, you go to jail, and it's also mandatory through selective service. Um, you have to, at a certain, I think at like 18, you have to sign up for selective service. Yep. So if there's a draft, yo, yo ass going and getting drafted. I'm lucky because I'm an only child. I can't get drafted. Oh, I don't think, cute. I don't think you can get drafted I because am. you, because well, you can get drafted to the American army. No. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm because yo, Brazil. yo has barely just got here or somewhere. If they, um, I, if they start, actually, we're trying to be serious. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, Brazil, to my knowledge, has like a mandatory uh, army. Uh, yeah, you can tell me. Uh, I believe I don't know if it's changed actually. And uh, sixteen, uh, you were actually you have an option of either doing a military training, yeah. training, or um, there's a fine um, if you don't. It's, and also, if there's not as fine, if you are international, uh, if you're Brazilian abroad, you're living in another country. If you're an immigrant to another nation. Um, you either pay the fine or you have to state your reason why you can't pay the fine or what you're doing in this country. A lot of people state they're students, uh-huh. they're working, so they're they're that in terms of the government tells them, okay, they're doing something that's because they're gonna quote unquote might come back, mm-hmm. doing something towards to benefit the nation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it's so, different different countries. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a, a lot of countries have uh, mandatory and, and the sixteen year old rules for males, by the way. Yeah. Um. So so yeah. So like we that that that's your. You know, mandatory support of the nation is through taxes, uh, select signing up for selective service, which is like, I mean, you have to sign up. Yeah. Um, everything, everything else, and there, there may be some, some different uh, things that are, that you have to do. Obviously, I mean, you don't have to obey the law. If you break the law, you go to jail. But everything else, in like, supporting the nation is is voluntary. You know, I don't. The country was built on dissent and a protest and a riot. That's how it was made in a, in a revolution. So, so we we've kind of been freed from that sort of like, oh, you have to be this type of citizen. No, I don't the, have to do anything. The, the, the whole First Amendment. objective the founding fathers had was to get. Uh, d- wait, 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 Caesar, the founding fathers of America. Yeah, America. Okay, funny guy. <laughs> uh, we didn't have any founding fathers. Um, the founding fathers of America. <laughs> Founding Fathers of America, United States of America, objective was to, to, to separate from the monarchy. Yeah. The, the the British regime that was controlling America, basically. For sure. So, they wanted to create this nation, according, according to the amendments and, and, mm-hmm. and, and the, the Constitution, the constitution yeah. that would 
free us from having this restriction on expressing yourself and 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 going against because we have laws in place to protect the people from the government if the government becomes too powerful. Yeah, for sure. So you have that, but you want to act like you can't protest. You yeah. you don't either. You fake paid attention to history or you just don't care or don't or, want or, or you don't think those freedoms are for those people yeah you think freedoms only apply to some people yeah and sorry no. guess what it applies to you and it applies to me yeah, too yeah. yeah we're all citizens at the end thanks of the day. oh wait <laughs> we, we want to do some investigating <laughs> go ahead i remember i raised my hand through that window i, I know what i did i'm in so yeah, I mean, um, and yeah, you know, maybe these people, maybe somebody thinks that oh, those freedoms are for those people. Yeah. For me, when when like we like we said, when Colin Kaepernick Nick kneeled and he did it for his reasons, cool, like whatever, like yeah. it's it, it's a sporting the, the the sporting event is gonna go on just like it was gonna go on if he didn't do it. Yeah, you it, know what I mean, it's crazy because I remember I literally remember us having a conversation at the time he just did it. Yeah. And we didn't really know any of it. I was like, oh. It, me, it, it wasn't a big deal to me. Me neither. It, I literally was like, I don't think this is a big deal. No. Because I'm like, he's exp- he's allowed to do it. He can do yeah, whatever he whatever. wants. Whatever, yeah. But the I media- will honestly go move on to my ears. And I won't forget this because it actually no, it big. became, uh, it, be- it went from a, a little baby wave to a tsunami. Well, the, 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 the media has, to, the media has, a, they have to sensationalize yeah. everything. The, and the media, they have play, to sensationalize the media everything. plays a massive, Massive role, yeah, and making and any of these are. things, yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, <laughs> Colin Kaepernick doesn't have too many. He doesn't speak much to he, media. He but... doesn't have as many followers as LeBron. Yeah. He's not as popular. Yeah, no. But for sure, it, the media can bring him the same amount of eyes as anybody yeah, who's sure. following or yeah. likes LeBron or any other. Yeah, big celebrity. I mean, media runs the media like it dictates the culture. So they're they're going to the yeah, for sure. So they're going to sensationalize everything. What we're doing, I don't feel like we're sensationalizing as much no. as like I just want to give our perspective. And this is a soccer podcast, and I haven't seen like the soccer people that in America talk about it. Yeah, I, uh, I they're understand. not that many, obviously. Yeah. But like you know, I want us to get just we're we're going to talk about it because I think a soccer based. Uh, we're an international soccer podcast based out of America. Based out of America, we should be talking about it too. Agree, and and I think and anybody, that, if somebody a soccer show in France or something, now, y'all talk about it too. You know, a, a lot can say people can say, well, you know, especially some of these people, BN or ESPN, which we're not hating on for no, not talking about not. it. No, yeah, I understand. I'm there's that corporate, email soon. there's corporate money. There's, there's yeah, for sure. There's big corporations it's behind big, these companies. There's, there's a lot of invested interest that they could be alienating or destroying sure. by taking a stance on this. For sure, we're saying as we're basically freelance. And yeah. we're doing our thing. For now. Uh, we don't have any uh, ties right now. We're not being held down. Yeah. We're, we're expressing we're, ourselves yeah. while we can with this view and, this, and, and, and just our perspective. And it's not necessarily our perspective is, is shutting one side down, alienating. No. It's trying to just see how we see it because hopefully, you know, what we say can not necessarily influence, but just shed light on how people see things that's going For on in sure. the world. Yeah, like I said, like I don't think everybody who voted no. a certain way is this no. type of person. Of course not. I don't I, think... You're not a bad person if you're no. a Republican. I, of course not. Of course not. It's fine. Yeah. No, I don't have a problem with anybody's political views. I know no. people that that voted this way or that way, yeah. and they're they're good people, and I'm and I'm cool with them. Um, I also wrote something else. Um, now, let me say again. I just I was just at the gym. This I is re- this is Segway Nation. Go ahead. We're riding segways. On. On I don't this know episode. how this got to almost an hour. I don't know how that happened. Neither, and it's funny because we were talking. I was like, dude, it's been thirty minutes. I literally just started. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, this is what I wrote. Um, as far as like the, the media outlets and stuff like that, I, I, what I said was let's ask the players why they did what they did. 
we have right now, like we're we have to assume that they're doing so to protect their brothers, as in their other players. So, um, okay, let me just say the locker room is a microcosm of society and how people can get along when needed to do a task. Caesar, you've been in locker rooms. I've, you, you've been in multiple locker rooms. I've been in multiple locker rooms, like for a season, and on multiple teams. Um, you know, even even almost down to like a street ball. You know what I mean? But a little bit less than that. But um, a team, like a sports team, is like like that locker room. Like that feeling is like it's uh, it's when you're in it, it's you're not thinking about it. But when you look from the outside, like from like a sociological lens, it's crazy. It is it, it, people that don't really know each other. They just end up working together. They end up getting along. They end up, they don't even speak the same language. They end up being able to communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, you're relying on somebody so much, especially when it comes to football, but like even basketball, like you have to, you have to learn this book, this playbook or these like set of rules and stuff like that. Transfer that knowledge. Everybody has to have the same amount of knowledge. Um, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Um, so when those players, you know, all locked arms and stuff like that, it's, I don't even think they're necessarily making a political statement. I don't think Aaron Rodgers, I don't think um, uh, Tom Brady, I don't think Jerry Jones is making a political statement. Um, but they're saying when he's, when, when the president's talking about they should be fired, they're like, no, like they have the right to do that based on our league's rules. And if you fire, okay, let's say uh, the Cowboys, no, let's say like, uh, who's Aaron Rodgers playing for the Packers? You know, it, yo, <laughs> I don't know nobody on their team. <laughs> so, somebody on I'm not going to help you. I want you to name another Packers player. I'm going to be blood red mad right now. No, no. Uh, the Montgomery, the running back or whatever. Okay, let's say. Whoa. Uh, I just know because he plays, he wears number 88 and he's like a wide receiver he plays running back. That's annoying. Uh, you know, if Aaron Rodgers like, okay, well, uh, Montgomery kneels for the anthem. No, he can't be fired. I need him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or That's or, my play. Yeah, that's I, my, need, that's, I, that's, I need that guy. That's, that's family. Or, right or, like players. The, or like the center on the, on the, on the if, Patriots. If, like, if, I need him. Yeah, if the Seahawks, if, if, you know, for example, or, or, you know, Tom Brady says, oh, you know, we we were upset that, what's the receiver that came from the Saints, the young one, the good one, that went to Brandon the Patriots? Brandon Cooks is kneeling. Uh you know, Tom Brady's like, no, that's my receiver. I need that. Guy. That's my guy. That's my coworker. <laughs> yeah. I need my coworker I need, to do he, my he's job. He's very good. I, I, he, <laughs> hey, we man, need each other. Don't dude. fire him. Yeah, please. So, so like, you know, good job there. <laughs> so Caesar's mad. He's kicking over water bottles. That's my statement. <laughs> ah. Um, but yeah, so it's like the 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 players is like, okay, you know. Obviously, not all the players in the NFL are voting the same way, no. and not all the owners are voting the same way. Obviously, not. Jerry Jones is a, is a, is a, is a, is a uh, is a conservative voter, even though he did have Nelson Mandela up in the booth there. And uh, I'm just saying, and other Nelson, people's vote. Nelson Mandela did go to a to a Cowboys game. Um, I mean, who didn't know? <laughs> but That's crazy. they're not all voting the same way. No. They don't all all the same political beliefs, but. When it comes to like their their tasks, their job, their objectives, their goals together, we're we're in this together. Yeah, D- Tom Brady is friends with Donald Trump. Yeah, and he's like, no, yeah, he's like, wore a Make America Great hat again before. I didn't see that. Yeah, he, he's he, he's he likes Trump. Yeah, no, they're they're friends. They, yeah. they go back a long way. So my thing is just like, look, if you sports, I think the one, okay the the one that has the biggest. Uh, one of the biggest locker rooms I've ever been in is in a football locker room. Oh, yeah, football locker room. It, it's huge. huge. It's massive. There's a lot of people, a lot of stuff. And it's the most American, uh, you know, Micro- American yeah. microcosm. Yeah. America, you know. It, it, but 
soccer has given me the most world international diversity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so for sure. those are two polar opposites. And I think honestly, when it came to me being in a basketball locker room, I felt like that was out of all three, those like the most uh, closed one because. I don't know how to explain this to people, but basketball... There's only a few people in there. Look, yeah. Well, uh, basketball brings people... Okay, if, if football is able to have people from all type, types of America, mm-hmm. soccer has people all types of different world, mm-hmm. basketball brings people from the world, and they all act in a similar fashion. I don't know if mm-hmm. I explained that. They, they kind of... Are far they're the all same. lazy. Yeah, hey, man, watch it. We go hard. They, they're, they're, it's like almost the same world almost. You know, there's a lot yeah, of the same yeah. behaviors, the same likes and dislikes. All wear, they all wear slides and have they a all, duffel bag. We all have slides and sweatpants and yeah. cut off, rip cut yeah. off sweats. It's a good life. I, I know it. So I think, obviously, the best is basketball. I'm, yeah. No, I'm playing. But, um, you know, no. these the, the, these locker rooms, like you said earlier, bring the world views and yeah. world, the, especially when it comes to soccer. You gotta play. Think about we talked about some of the games that happened last two weekends. What I think is amazing to know at this time, hmm. we watched the the Turkey game. I talked about being a Canadian player, a Turkish player, a Portuguese player, all over the world in these teams. Yeah, the the game would be BVB had you know Daud uh, Daud played in that game. <laughs> <laughs> no, well everybody around the world like played the that Syrian, game. Japanese, Syrian Japanese, Syrian Japanese. They had uh, African, they had, French. They had uh, uh, Yarmolenko playing Ukrainian, the, yeah. Ukrainian in one room, all f- together for nine months, basically mm-hmm. changing clothes, shower, eat, sleep, roommates. Yeah. That's crazy. And, and, and you know what else? Like getting acclimated to the city. Yes, you know, hey, living where, a new life. Where, where's the language? Where, How many languages does players like Boateng or oh, Balotelli yeah, know? Yeah. It's incredible because yeah. they're all they're everywhere. Yeah. So so like when so. No matter what, like wherever we yeah. come from, there's there's like there's political identities. Yeah. Political, you know, somebody could say like you know maybe like Yaya Torre or something like that. Some 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 player some uh, player from Norway or something. Like, hey man, like what's it like in Ivory Coast? Yeah. Like tell me like what's what's it do? I heard this and that. Yeah. You can be like okay, well, these are French players can do that. Yeah, no. So, so yeah. I'm saying like it's 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 um there's always Rabiot learning. can have a conversation with Serge Aurier about Ivory Coast in the same language. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's two yeah. different worlds. Yeah, or countries, you know, yeah. in continents. So my thing is this: to especially whoever the audience is, you've never had a job in your life where no one's never discussed the, uh, uh, life, background, politics, mm-hmm. everything. To expect sports, which is a diverse around the world, yeah. to just be quiet and yeah. play soccer or and play take football, selfies yeah. And, yeah. and hug each other yeah. is ignorant, and yeah. it's pretty disgusting because you want these people to be robots and slaves and not human beings because like I said with all this going on sports and politics are extremely intertwined yeah. they're almost a fabric of each other because without another they wouldn't even work absolutely uh, what's his name uh, even uh, Zidane uh, came out in the French elections and he came out and said something against yeah. uh, Marine Le Pen and honestly that was I a think, big talking point uh, honestly I think that's what ruined her chances <laughs> she was doing okay when Zidane Zidane was like nah don't, don't, whoa, whoa, Zidane was like, hey, hey don't vote for her everybody in France was like Oh, we gotta listen wait a to minute, Zidane. Wait a Zidane gotta, has spoken. Yeah, exactly. This dude won a World Cup, yo. Like she, he she won't win no back to back. Yeah. I don't she know. She won back to back, yo. Like, sorry, her dad didn't win no World Cup. He made kafu. You can't. I don't know, man. <laughs> so I mean, that's funny. It's 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 one of those things. Like you know, I, I wrote some I wrote some other stuff too. Um, one thing that I can one thing that I can appreciate about the players, um, the way that they're processing it, it's peaceful. Um, t- 
damn, I, I really I, like. There's a part of me that just don't want to go like super political with this, but um, I just want to say this one thing that I thought. I, um, uh, should I should I not? Yeah, you know, it, I'll, I'll leave it. Whatever. Um, but it had to do with Charlottesville. I'll leave it. Whoa, um, can't go. But yeah, the the pro the the players are are. I don't even want to call it a protest, honestly. It's not a protest. They're, just, they're, 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 they're bringing saying, awareness to something in a very peaceful manner. And, and I think I think a lot of the protests, not just against players and behavior, but also I think it just like it's cool to see the unity of like the league saying, hey, don't talk about a league like you know us, you know, and don't Absolutely. think like you, yeah. you know what you're talking yeah, about. Exactly. Because yeah, no. that's, I think, a lot of big, t- big problems that some people have in America's Donald Trump. They feel like he's talking about stuff he doesn't know. And to do that, like, hey, that's, that's not what's going on around here. Yeah, like, we're, that's, like, what the, that's what the Seahawks are saying by posting on Facebook and Tennessee. Pretty much everybody. Every player, Chiefs, everybody yeah, went off. I think every player who, who, who like, stood up, I, I think every player that didn't say something against it, uh, against the locking arms, is just, I, I, I feel like maybe Derek Wolf, one of the linemen for the Broncos, may have said something. I didn't read it. But, um... Everybody who didn't say anything against the players locking arms or kneeling, or whatever, they're they're saying like, look, like, the league rules state that they can do it. However, y'all want to sensationalize it, that's fine. But what they're doing is fine. It don't have nothing to do with us. If they're breaking the rules, if they're you know um, trying to sabotage yeah. something, that's different, and 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 that will be dealt with as well. But um, what they're doing is a lot different. Um, so so yeah, the players are are bringing awareness. I don't want to say protest. They're bringing awareness to police brutality and inequality in a peaceful manner. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's great. Um also, you know, when you look at the at the locker room, especially, um, the sports locker room, and this is also like for women's locker rooms too, for in different sports as well. Like everybody ends up getting along. Um and even if you don't necessarily have a maybe this guy's not your friend, but like when you get on that field, you know, you know his name, you know how to you know how to talk to him, you'd be like, hey, you know, like Tell me the play, like what's going on. Like if you have to sub in for somebody, oh, like what is that player like? You you know how to communicate with with each other way better than the, a lot of people know how to communicate with themselves in the world. But um, what I want to say is like, is it human nature for human beings to get along or to combat each other and create division? What what's human nature? I have no idea. This is not a, a, a this is not a human. One of Michael Jackson's best songs is Human Nature, but um, this is not. Uh, you know, we're not delving into like the inner workings of society in this podcast necessarily but when you see a locker room it definitely makes you feel like oh like it's our nature to get along with each other if we have a task if if we have a task to work towards like we all just end up figuring it out and learning how to communicate and getting along together definitely in the world sometimes sadly it's a little bit different but you know that's how it goes I, i think um, the only thing that's positive about, you know, people always talk about the separation of having an athlete mindset and just, you know, uh, everyday mindset in terms of a human who's a person who's not um, involved in sports. And to, I think it's just in, in embodied in human nature's fabric. You know, humans are embodied with this, you know, armies a lot about coming together, unison, teamwork, camaraderie. Mm-hmm. The word camaraderie is a, is huge. You know, one of the biggest uh, NFL coaches of all time, you know, Vince Lombardi. You basically used a very like army style of approach in mm. terms of coaching and not in terms of you know 
uh, aggression, but in terms of bringing his, his teammates together through adversity, making situations difficult for them so mm-hmm. they become together united as one. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. If it's all about that in the Army, if it's all about that in sports, it's about that even in a workplace. When you get jobs, they talk about are you able to work in a work team together. environment? Yeah, sure. Are you able to work in a team aspect? This mm-hmm. is just how humans work because humans often like don't like to publicly talk about it or be about it, but it's... you. Humans don't get anything done by themselves. No, no. Everything is about unity. Show me one country in the world that has a population of one that's doing good. <laughs> Ain't nobody. We all have more than two. It's two. All right? It's all about Caesar dropping together. the. Watch this right now. Caesar dropping the Vince Lombard. Bardi. <laughs> this is the Vince Lombardi special. If the, you know, now the, you know. The Bardi. Um, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, I, I agree with you one hundred percent. Sports and politics are always going to be mixed. Um, there's so many teams. Uh, just really quick, I remember um, a couple years ago, I mentioned the the St. Louis Rams came out, and it was like three or four players. They did something with the black shirt and the race fist, something like that. Um, they were they were talking about it on BN, and uh, I remember it was uh, Ian Joy who doesn't work there anymore. He's at Fox now, and Phil Shane. And Phil Shane was saying that he's against, you know, honestly, I I wasn't like very familiar with these people's personalities at that time. And I'm going to be honest with you. I thought both of them were going to be against it. Um, Phil Shane was against it. And Ian Joy, he was like, no, like I'm for it. He's like, he's like, you know, I played in a team in Germany, St. Pauli. He's like, and it was a very political team. We always did things like that. And it made me go and like research the team. I, I can't remember like different things that they did, but, um, yeah, you know when 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 all the when those different teams, big teams, came uh, together and said like, "Oh, you know, refu- refugees welcome," political statement. That's huge. It's a political that, statement. That, 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 Real that's, Madrid, that's, that's, Bayern, yeah, PSG, like all not, those teams did that. that. Has nothing to do with. That's a political, that's a political statement, statement about statement. people. Yeah, because there's a lot of people that are not refugee exactly, welcome. You exactly. know what I mean? So you know, definitely. They're, 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 you know, obviously that wasn't that wasn't in America. They, American media. We live in America, so I can't say in Spain what people, how people of reacted course. to that. Yeah, and you know, and I wish I knew honestly. Me too. Like it, it only shows that we haven't been able afford the opportunity to to experience these things in other countries and learn about how they're going on in those countries. Yeah. But what we like to use examples from our own country. You know, one of the biggest, I think, in my generation, impactful sports wise was the Clippers situation with Donald Sterling. You know, a lot of people, you know, downplay the the, the severity of the situation, but I thought, you know, that's a situation where I felt like. That one, the players were very much affected by not just the media, mm. but the people. And mm. they were unwilling to make such statements. There's yeah. a lot of no's than, than yeses. Yeah, for sure. And I'm not one to tell them what to do or not to do, yeah, but sure. my personal sentiments, you know, it was a we, team we of talked, mine. We, we talked about we it. We talked about it for a long time. It was we, a long time. We, we were tired. We were tired. We're, don't don't say it. from what. Don't yeah, say from what. We, we did retire. retired. <laughs> you know, I handed in my paperwork after that. But, um, no, it's it's it's... If I felt this way about, you know, the the the, the flimsy Los Angeles Clippers, mm-hmm. which don't have an historic history of yeah. 1899 being a cricket club that converted to a <laughs> soccer club yeah, yeah. and went through multiple wars still playing sports, mm-hmm. that's not what the Clippers are doing. No, no. So this is San Diego, Milwaukee, moved about team, you know, mm-hmm. franchise that's recently in L.A. Yeah. Uh, in terms of historic-wise. So I felt this passion. I can only imagine... Something going on between in Italy for a pe- people from Napoli, you know yeah, these yeah. these teams don't just embody a, a bunch of guys wearing a t-shirts, getting sweaty and playing against each other. The name embodies the city, the place, mm-hmm. the barrio, the, the, the region, a, the people. They embody the people. Barcelona versus Real Madrid. Political, political. You we talk about 
Atletico Bilbao, the team you've talked about, is Basque only. Yeah, oh yeah. It's a Basque only team. It's not, hey, I'm balling out here playing for Orange County Soccer Club. Oh, Atletico Bilbao just came to scout me. That doesn't happen. It's no. not going to happen. No. Sorry, sorry for me. That's yeah. how it goes. And you know why? One, two, three. Political. Political. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's it's interwoven in, all, in everything. I mean, let, let's bring it back. Well, I mean, this is soccer podcast. We talk about soccer, but even in even in here in America, like yeah. when uh, when you know J- when Jerry Jones, the owner of the Cowboys, is hanging out with George Bush, and when he brings him to the to the um, to the skybox or whatever, or even Nelson Mandela, who people considered a terrorist for a very long time, not when he was out of jail, but um, you know. Those, are, in my opinion, those are political statements. Jimmy Johnson left the Cowboys because I don't think it was because who Jerry Jones brought in there, but in the locker room. But like Jerry Jones brought uh, Prince Bandar into the uh, locker room. The the Prince Bandar was like, "Yo, can I go to the locker room?" He's like, "Oh, they don't do that." But he's got a lot of political clout. You know what I mean? So he's like, "Oh, he, yeah, he let's can, go." He, he can say some yeses yeah, when it can ex- be no. Exactly. So I mean. All these different, yeah. when Woody Johnson, the owner of the Jets, when he, to my knowledge, donated a million dollars to Donald Trump. That's, that's, the fact that that's public information, it's political. That's sports and politics you're, you're, right you're, there. You're, you're, you're showing where your allegiances lie. Yeah. You're showing who you're supporting him. for. No, I, I, no, we're not do here what saying, you gotta do. we're not saying, hey, that whack yeah. guy, Woody Johnson, yeah, exactly. donating to Trump. What a loser. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say no, that. No. It's just, but it's, it's political. It's political. So, so, those are all Big sports figures. Yeah, it's and it's political. So when so when uh, Kaepernick or Mike um, uh, uh, Michael Bennett or um, that Michael Bennett thing's crazy too. Yeah, or, or or any of the players when the players locking arms kneeling whatever when they're when they're doing that it's a political statement. But all these things are political statements. It's it's happening all the time. You can't separate the two. Um, was gonna say. Um, I think I had one more thing written down here and. Um, I know. I mean, you over here dropping bars today. I'm a little bit uncomfortable. This dude talking about Vince Lombardi and daggone uh, bar, uh, Vince Lombardi, Lombardi. and uh, the Clippers <laughs> being in Milwaukee. I never knew that. I knew that was in San Diego. Yeah, represent, it was in Milwaukee originally. In Milwaukee, and then they went to San Diego. Yes. Well, oh, they should have stayed there. Um, actually, never mind. We don't want them. Uh, well, I don't even live there anymore. We can go back. Seriously, <laughs> they needed Chargers. Not even there. Um, but yeah. So um, I don't know if you have anything else you want to bring up, but. Um, once again, this is We Made It Podcast. We just want to talk about this situation because it was a big deal and um, I didn't see any soccer. I mean, there's probably hundreds of soccer podcasts here in America, but um, I didn't see any of the big uh, outlets um, talking about this situation and I feel like we, we, we're, shoot, we're big. Yeah. I, I think that what's what if I feel like more than 10 people are listening to you, you have an influence of yeah, some absolutely. sort. I, you I, have I, ears. I it's too. all about the yeah. ears. And I, I would and, imagine we have at least 10. <clears throat> Hope so, <laughs> but like I was saying, I think that one of the big things needs big things need to come out of this that would make me happy mm. is not necessarily a side is taken, but if people become more consciously aware and less ignorant about sports and politics dialogue. having and yeah a dialogue about how sports and politics are almost interwoven yeah they're symbiotic always always so if if that comes out of this whether your side that you're on is turns out good or bad. I'm happy if that's what comes out of it, you yeah. know, because if we're just having open dialogue about these teams making political statements, players making political stances and all this, I'm down because I'm tired of the ignorance about it. I'm yeah. tired of the, the neglect, the, the stubborn the, the insults. Yeah. yeah. I'm, when I, when LeBron tweets, Donald Trump, you bum, it can't be automatic. You know, how dare you call 
POTUS, bum, bum, this, this. So it's all good for Braun calling him bump, but it, I mean, it's bad for that, but it's all good for Trump saying son, son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's what I I'm think saying. I can say the word bum in front of majority of all of our parents and your parents more than we can say the other SOB. Yeah. I mean, honestly, on, it's, just, it's just unfortunate that it has to get to that, you yeah. know? So let's just let criticize LeBron for other things and criticize, but you can't criticize him for agreeing on a stance and being vocalized for it because. I think that's even lacking in a lot more athletes today with bigger names. One of my, one of the big players I think before LeBron James was Kobe Bryant in terms of face of the league. You know he had his controversies off the court, but I think he was very soft in terms of his views on things that were going on. You know, but LeBron is the face of the NBA. You mm-hmm. don't think NBA without thinking LeBron James, and he's very adamant about his community, mm-hmm. his his responsibility. His his racial identity in terms of who what what he's about and helping and and not just players because if it was people talk about oh you know he's just picking the racial side you know Curry's coming from a mixed background you know he, you you can't tell Steph Curry what he's side half, he's on yeah, he's, he's half he's half black and half gray <laughs> he's, yeah, he's mixed <laughs> so you can't tell a person who's mixed on what side they're on you don't know what he was raised to believe in For so sure. I yeah. just think dialogue needs to come out of this because I'm all about the free discussion society (laughs) i wasn't gonna plug it but you know that's what it's about you know organizations like you know uh, meetups that you've made as such where people Uh, come together and and have a non-violent discussion upon very aggressive we uh controversial discussion i think it's beautiful you know we had the one where you had you hosted one where I was talking about how people feel about you know was it immigration I think it was no, or, no it was I, it, I can't remember the last one you were there. the big oh, one. racial 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 it was the racial and can become a post racial society post racial society it was a passionate it, that was, these things at nine thirty we were there till like eleven mm-hmm. no one got aggressive towards another no. there was people that said a lot of things that a lot of people didn't uh, dis, they disagreed on. But there was no violence, no, no disagreement, nothing. No disrespect. That's what it needs to be about. That's the message it's about. And yeah. that's what America is supposed to embody. Hopefully, yeah, it should. That's what it's meant to embody. Yeah. From those, that's what those, we're hoping those, for. Those, you know, honestly, see, we're hoping for that for the world. I want that for the world. Yeah. That scribble that they did on the old paper for America, that's what I wanted to embody. I hope it meant that. You know? <laughs> the founding part, I hope they, meant, they would scribble that stuff. I hope that's what it meant. I mean, I don't know if it was for us necessarily. Well, you wasn't even you. you had well, it definitely wasn't <laughs> for, for us, and yeah. definitely wasn't for me because <laughs> yeah. I was, you know, down south doing my thing. Yeah, but well, yeah, no, I, but I feel you one hundred percent, and yeah. Uh, yeah, like I, I mean, hopefully, what can come out of this is real dialogue. You know, people can't let the media and the popular media just make no. everything sensational. Don't, don't, don't like. Do some research and come to your own conclusion. Don't just let them give you headlines and sensationalism because, you know, that. Their goal is to get you like riled up, yeah. so and just so you keep clicking. Oh, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? Yeah. If you want a wanna, lot of it, it's called clickbait. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. You're gonna read that thing. Oh man, what the hell? Yeah, click exactly. On this. Exactly. So you know, everything is a everything is a learning experience. Um, we're 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 always learning, and and when something like this comes up, it's a it's a chance to learn. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, it, let's say, oh, Colin Kaepernick, he kneeled for a, a police brutality. Um, I don't really know if there's police brutality. Let me do some research. Yeah. Let me see if that's actually a thing. Oh, and maybe it, you can it, see uh, some Harvard study or something like that. Yeah, you, you don't, you, you could say, you, you know, police brutality, but how, who are you, you can't just go into it, the clickbait, assuming his police brutality discussion is about black people. Yeah, exactly. His, his police brutality could be talking about all ages. There's videos of teenagers. There's yeah, everything. Ages. All, I mean, all, all races and ages. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's, there's youth that have been, have been abused. I think. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe he's talking about all genders, everything. You don't Anything, know. yeah, you never know. So, you, but so we're go, going to you, you have to learn. Yeah, dialogue and have an open mind. And that'll go a long way in the world, damn it. The whole world will be yeah, affected absolutely. by that. Yeah, I agree, 100%. Vince Lombard. <laughs> Vince Lombardi. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, that's we made a podcast. It's a special episode. Yeah. Um, uh, episode 20 is going to be coming soon, but uh, we just want to talk about these things going on in the country right now. Um, and relate them to soccer a little bit and just mm-hmm. talk and just, you know, speak and about it. And, and really just show how sports and politics is always intermingled. Um, big C's over here mm-hmm. at Supreme C's. Yeah. Uh, at We Made It Podcast is mm-hmm. my Twitter. Don't get mad at us. Just chop it up with us. Tell me how you feel. Don't well, if, get you're, upset. if you're mad, just, just let us know. We'll, we can don't talk use cap songs. That makes me want to write back like that. So don't do that. It's annoying. <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> We we may or may not have said anything controversial. If we did, I mean, I I'm never looking to offend anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking to say I, my opinion and, you know? and just the way I am. And I'm not trying to offend anybody or step on your beliefs. Or like yeah, I said, for sure. I have friends from all backgrounds and, yeah, and friends that are military and everything. So I just say I'm passionate about the world making changes more than I am about the world having issues. I want things to change so these issues can just go away. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. And and yeah, we're we're just stating our opinion and. Um, Everybody has their opinion. If you're listening, I love you. You guys listen to us. I love you. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with it. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, that's uh, We Made a Podcast. Go ahead. Yeah, Listen's Wednesday, on. you know, We Made a Podcast, 20th episode coming. UCL day, so we'll yeah. be discussing UCL. Oh, oh, and we got juicy stuff for next episode. Oh, we're the, gonna for have, we're gonna talk about, you know, don't, don't, don't give it up. The, no, the, the we already mentioned earlier. What the the money that you're getting paid not to. Oh, take so okay, yeah. Anyway, anyway, you ain't trying so, to run right, up on my boy Neymar. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? Anyway. Okay, anyways, that special episode we made a podcast. Uh, we will be talking yeah. to y'all soon, and uh, stay tuned. Yeah, see you.